This is a Holy Baptist Church podcast, bringing you into a community in which everyone is welcome, lives are changing, and Jesus is King. Thanks for listening with us today. We would invite you to subscribe so you can keep up to date with us. But for now, we pray you enjoy listening for what God has in store for you in this episode, and that it helps change your life for the better, in Jesus' name. Enjoy. Good morning. Um, I'm Helen. I'm Stu. And uh, welcome to Holy Baptist Church Online. Uh, whether you're joining us now on Sunday morning, uh, watching live, or whether you're joining us on demand, uh, you are very welcome with us this morning. Yeah, um, so this morning um, we've actually got a guest speaker uh, coming to, to talk to us. Uh, it's Nigel Davidson. He's from an organisation called uh, CAP, or Christians Against Poverty. And he's going to be uh, leading us um, with our continuing uh, series that we've got going on about this. It's about living selflessly. And, you know, we're in the middle of this cost of living crisis, which is a phrase I'm sure we're all fed up of hearing. Um, <laughs> so, so we decided to name our sermon series that. But because it's so relevant, it's so something that's affecting all of us. And we say like, oh, it doesn't affect the high and mighty. But how many politicians have we heard <laughs> be like, oh, I can't live on my £70,000 a year or whatever it is they're on. So <clears throat> whatever lifestyle you're used to, I guess it's still pulling a squeeze on that. Well, yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of ludicrous when you hear those sort of <laughs> stories that it kind of, you know, you, you couldn't possibly live on, on 70k. And that's, that's not the only salary they get, of course. No. They get plenty of other perks and uplifts yeah. and stuff so it's not like there's they're living on the poverty line you know no. this is this is not no i think that they've completely become completely detached from 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 the real world entirely Indeed. and Indeed. now now they are just in their in their bubble but uh for, exactly. for for the ordinary person i think i think you know kind of discussing these you know really hard issues i think is really is really important yeah. and just it's you know just because like you said it affects everybody everybody yeah. is under under pressure you know financially and just i don't church needs to comment on that yeah. you know that there is yeah you know, this is this is not this is not all there is to life it's not yeah. it's not about everything so you know so yeah i think i think there's a lot that we can say exactly good friends and whether you feel this is a fair assessment or not what is clear is how much friendship matters in fact some studies claim to show that loneliness increases the risk of an early death by as much as 30%. Another research, unsurprisingly, leads <coughs> social isolation to depression and other mental health issues. Of course, this isn't news to us. From the beginning of the Bible, it's really clear that we were created for community. Every person here in Hawley was created for community. And this is especially important for those that are vulnerable or destitute, but tragically, they're often the people who are left isolated and forgotten. Christian Against Poverty exists so that your church and others like it can reach those people in your community. Draw alongside them, offering effective practical help, the good news of Jesus, and an invitation to a loving community. This is the idea at the heart of CAP Life Skills Service, which you've recently started. And wasn't it great to hear Paula's testimony of what she gained from attending that course? Now, it's great to be back with you. I saw a few familiar faces, 
Um, just over 12 months ago, I was here to celebrate <coughs> the church's involvement with cap money, of course, to help everyone be good stewards of the money we are blessed with. And I was absolutely delighted to hear that your church is now running cap life schools. Now, I doubt you remember much of what I covered 12 months ago for the people that were here. And perhaps that's a good job if I end up saying some of the same message. But I started the talk 12 months ago sharing about a wonderful client called Patience, who I had achieved so much working with CAP, becoming debt-free and ultimately helping as a befriender. As it happened, I met Patience last night at a Eurovision party. And I have to say, I think the worship here was somewhat better than some of the acts that I saw last night. But I'm sure you'll be interested to hear and to encourage to hear that there's a really positive update to Patience's story. Now, as you may recall, Patience was living in a cramped two-bedroom flat with her two teenage daughters. And as the girls grew taller, the mum, and the noise got louder from construction work that was happening to build a new flat above, they were pretty desperate to move. But their budget was very tight, and there really wasn't any suitable rented properties available within their price range. And then something wonderful happened. The pastor at a church which I attend, which is Croydon Jubilee, yeah, just in the south part of Croydon, the pastor there was offered, just listen to this, was offered use of a four-bedroom property rent-free for him and his family of five as a German shepherd. The owners of that property, they are long-standing members of Croydon Jubilee Church, had decided that it was really too big for them and that their two-bedroom holiday home in Littlehampton was absolutely sufficient for their needs. They were delighted to bless this family knowing that this would help them continue to do the God, good God's work. Of course, this freed up the place where the pastor was actually living, which was a three-bedroom rented property, which they'd rented for the past seven years at a very affordable rent from a former member of Croydon Jubilee Church. And the rent had actually remained at the same level throughout the tenancy. Fortunately, I was alerted about this and immediately thought of patience. Of course, the only challenge now was to convince the landlord, who I've never met, that patience would be an ideal tenant at a rate she could afford. As the landlord said to me, his head said that he should let this at the market rate, which was substantially above the budget patients had. However, having met the family and heard her story, his heart won the day. And so, like all good stories, there was a very happy ending. I'm sure you would agree that these are great examples of living selflessly, which is the theme of today's talk. It cost both homeowners, but by their actions, they were able to abundantly bless others. They were truly living out what Paul exhorts his congregation to do in Philippi. Um, if you're familiar with a passage in Philippi, Philippians, 
chapter 2, verse 4, it says, Don't look out for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. And in Jesus, we have the ultimate example of a man who lived his life completely selflessly, even to the extent of dying a criminal's death on the cross. Now, one of the stories I love in the Bible is featured in chapter 2 of Mark's Gospel. And it's a very familiar story, which many of you probably first heard in Sunday school. It's of the paralysed man being lowered through a roof of jam-packed house so he gets to see Jesus. The man is healed and walks out in the house with his mat in hand and his sins forgiven. However, there's a piece of this story that can be easily missed. An important fact which could be skipped over. But it's something that's so crucial and relevant to us today. It's this, that although he didn't have much going for him, there was a small community who cared. This man had four special friends who were willing to literally tear through rooms for him. A community had formed not only in spite of, but because of someone else's struggle in life. Perhaps you've had people come alongside you during your own difficult times, and you understand this. I do, however, often wonder how the owner of the house reacted when he saw his roof being dismantled. It probably cost him for being hospitable, or perhaps Jesus, the miracle worker, came to the rescue. There is often a cost associated with being selfless. Now, one of the ironies of life is it's often the biggest challenges that lead us into the deepest and most impactful relationships. And it's very likely that we all have something in our lives that requires us to seek our help and support. Something that if we allow it to, will bring us into deeper circles of community. Put simply, CAP Life Skills is a community service based on around an eight-week course, community time, and individual coaching. When someone hears about and is referred to your new life skills group, they will be welcomed into the group just like Paula with a warm greeting <coughs> and genuine care. And as clients discover that loving community that provides a safe and confidential space for people to bring any life challenges into the open, and develop some close friendship. CAP has about 129, I think it is, life skills group around the UK, including obviously the one here in Hawley. And it isn't rocket science, but we've seen so many wonderful examples of lives being transformed from those attending the course. It's not complicated, but it shows people we care. And that is at the heart of all of the CAP services. Volunteers living selflessly who provide quality time with clients, whether that be to help them with their debts, thrive on a low income, or take some steps to meaningful employment. I'm going to take a pause now. We're going to hear a, a wonderful video from Sid. He's going to share his story about how he was blessed and became part of a loving community. Looking back on it, it's actually quite frightening. And I'm not a guy that frightens easily, but that looking back on it, it is actually quite frightening that he got to that point. 
Um, my name's Sid. I'm 58 years old. In my younger life, I was well into sport, cricket, rugby, boxing. Um, you used to get paid for playing cricket and rugby. Actually playing cricket with Ian Botham, Graham Hick, Tom Moody, virtually half the England side were at Worcester at that time. I seriously injured myself, which meant that my sporting career was not over, but it would never be professional as I wanted it to be. I actually had an accident at work, and something fell on my head, and they took me up and gave me an x-ray. And this lovely little chap came through and he said, oh, we found something that's not there, not supposed to be there. And I went, oh, you mean a brain? And he said, no, you've got a tumour. And I said, no, 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 I'm indestructible, me, I don't get things like that. Can't happen to me. Brain tumour was operated on April 2015. Pretty much a year later, was diagnosed with Crohn's, which is a quite a nasty stomach disorder. Admitted to hospital, um, and just before I was admitted to hospital, my mother passed away, who I've been looking after for a few years, um, quite suddenly as well. It, it turned out I was suffering from a very severe depression because of what had been going on. And obviously during that time as well, I was getting into debt without actually knowing I was getting into debt. I was on some quite um, heavy duty medication and it just spiraled. So pretty much everybody you could owe money to, I owed money to. The nurse came into the room and she said, can I get you anything? I said, no, just shut the door and let me die. I'd had enough. The will, the will to fight it had just gone. So they looked after me in, in hospital and fixed the broken bits again and got me up and running. And when I came out, someone referred me or said to me, if you've got problems, give these people a ring and gave me a card. And when I got home is when I made the, the phone call to Cap. I tried to collect everything that was relevant to what was going on, so letters and bills and all the, the correspondence. And everything was explained, which puts you so much at ease because you actually, for the first time, know what's going on. And then Andrew said to me, I'll give you some, he actually gave me a load of prepaid envelopes. If anything comes, send this off to Cap. And for the first time, think, Crikey, there's a way out of this, you know. It, it was like a, a weight being lifted off my shoulders. Brilliant. That's when Andrew dropped the bombshell. Did you fancy coming to church on Sunday, Sid? So I said, no, all right, no, no, yeah, no, no, that'd be nice. That'd be nice, come along. And I turned up knowing two people, Andrew and Chris. 
when I left 20 plus people see you next week Sid have a good week see you next week oh, I'm going crikey it's a bit different isn't it they're all very nice that was four years ago but maybe a bit longer um, and apart from the times when I've been in hospital I've not missed a Sunday I see things totally differently now my whole attitude is different now I wake up every day and every day is now a lovely day <laughs> without Cap Gary, Andrew and Chris and the church I actually would rather not think about where I would be now um, it really has made that much of a difference to my life it's that sense of belonging and the sense of friendship to me it, it is priceless start to see the threads of Cat's vision, to see transform lives, thriving churches and an end to UK poverty come to life. First, what an inspiring example of a transformed life. Since experience is quite typical, I, I, I ran the Croydon South Debt Centre for four years and came across many clients in that time. And yeah, in his case, it was a successful sports career coming to an abrupt end, and then a series of unfortunate incidents sparring him to debt and deep depression. And as he said, the will to fight had gone. But then, through camp, he found a way out. The weight was lifted, and he found Jesus. And his life was transformed through a sense of belonging and true friendship. A few months ago, there was an event in Westminster Chapel, and I had the pleasure of meeting up with Sid. Um, that's a, you know, that's a little while since that video was actually made, and he's just brimming over. He wants to share God's love in such a powerful way. It was wonderful to see him and just see the difference that uh, the whole the whole demeanour had actually changed. Not only. Is Sid's story about an inspiring picture of transformed life? It's a beautiful vision of a thriving church. Local churches like this one are God's hands and feet on earth. And Camp is simply here to support and empower them as they strive to be all that God has called them to be. A thriving church isn't based on size, status, or wealth. It's a body of passionate, Christ-centered people committed to reaching out beyond the four walls of a building. Sid knew just his cat coach and his befriender when he first took that step into the church. But when he left, he had 20 plus people saying, see you next week. That's a thriving church in action. Sid was one of Cat's debt help clients who got in touch because he was burdened by the way to debt. And Cap is now in its 27th year, and during this time has been able to rejoice with over 27,000 clients who have experienced the euphoria of going debt free. And of course, we love nothing better than sharing the gospel if the client is up for this, and that's the only true source of freedom, isn't it? 
And since CAP started in 1996, Sid and over 10,000 others have made a commitment to Jesus. And of course, Sid's story also provides a compelling reminder of why UK poverty needs to end. CAP is passionate about helping every individual, but we're also passionate about changing the systems and structures which can trap people in poverty and stop them from moving forward. Together, we could be a powerful force to change, to create a more just and compassionate society here in the UK. CAP recently commissioned a poll, and the responses were quite startling. More than half, 53% of the adults surveyed, had lost sleep, worrying about their finances. And nearly half, 49%, had gone without eating at some point over the winter. The cost of living crisis has been tough for many and shows no signs of coming to an end. I was listening this week to a briefing from the Citizens Advice Bureau. Their headline was at the start in 2023, was in their words, the bleakest on record. In 2019, the Citizens Advice Bureau helped 75,000 people. But this number had been surpassed in the first three months of 2023. Around 52% of their clients were now in negative budgets with insufficient money to cover basic living costs. I'm sure we've all been affected by the cost of living crisis in some way or another. But what it has done is to raise the profile of individual needs and charities such as CAP, who seek to ensure that they're not overlooked. A good example of this was for a long time, CAP has been lobbying for a change in policy with prepayment meters, which attract higher tariffs than those on standard meters. Doesn't make sense. It was encouraging, though, to hear the announcement in the recent budget that this was no longer going to be the case. And this also opens up a wider debate on policies which disadvantage those who are struggling on low incomes. Now, on the face of it, it may seem idealistic to suggest an end to UK poverty. How is that possible? But there is no doubt that what we see around us is not what Jesus intended. Poverty is a complex thing to measure. However, I'm sure you'd all agree that if someone is unable to eat, keep clean and stay warm and dry, that's a pretty desperate situation. To be in. And this situation is called destitution, and over 2.4 million people in the UK are pushed into this horrible situation every year. And million, millions more can only avoid destitution by cutting out any of the things that make life enjoyable, like visiting family and friends or having basic trips out with their children. CAP has a vision for a different world of a country that reflects Jesus' heart of compassion, which has the interests of others before ourselves. So what does that mean to you and me? Living selfishly is very much a counter-cultural approach to the society we live in. We may also at times feel let down by those we are making every effort to help. It can be a thankless task. 
But there was clearly a heart in this fellowship for community. Cat Lifestyles is a visible demonstration of this, and I'm sure the team would appreciate prayer and any practical support that you can offer. And I expect some of you here are already giving to the work of CAP. In fact, I know that. I was speaking to a number of people before the service who were already supporting the CAP. One of our 30,000 people who actually give to this work, and we call this group our life changes. And it's these people, really, that allow CAP to continue to run all the CAP services as a free service to anybody in the community who is in need of the services. So for those people who already support CAP, thank you very much for your support. It's really appreciated. And if anybody else wishes to join the CAP family, this is your opportunity. You may have seen, you may even have sat on uh, a form that was actually on, on, the, on the chairs. This is our life changer form, which includes a picture of Sid uh, at the front, and at the back is actually all the details that you need to actually complete. And if you were interested in actually joining the CAP family, whatever you can give, please do come along to the table afterwards and we can chat about it and figure the details. Even if you haven't got all the details, we can just take the details that you've got. I would urge you to think about that because CAP as a charity, you know, is struggling. Um, struggling because of two things really. One is the fact that we're getting so many clients coming through we need to serve. But not only that, the clients are now having even more needs than actually we saw in the past. One of the things that we will do as, as, a, as for CAP is that we always will look at ensuring the basic needs are met. So it's quite common for us now to go and do an emergency shop for people, um, which has to be paid for, because we cannot leave the, the client just, just without anything. So there's quite a big actual cost actually associated in running the organisation. So anything that you could give would be really appreciated. On the table here also is a number of other resources that have. And you're very welcome to come along. Um, all these resources really are free. If you want to make a donation, it's up to you. But if we, if we want to actually spread the word, we've actually got a book, a couple of books, one book which was written by our founder, John Kirkby, explains the journey of CAP. We've got another book which is called Journeys of Hope, which talks about some of the examples of people like Sid who have been um, positively impacted from working with CAP. And then we've got other various things there that you're very welcome to, to take um, onto the service. So do come along. I'll be there. I think Emma's going to be there. He's one of the members of your CAP Life Skills. Let me finish with a talk with a passage in the book of Matthew, which is sometimes referred to as the final judgment. So reading from Matthew 25, verse 34. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. If I was hungry and you fed me, I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. 
Then his righteous ones will reply, Lord, where did we ever see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? Or a stranger and show you hospitality? Or naked and give you clothing? Where did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? The king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. We're just going to share, I think, a short video. Thank you. How selfless am I? What has God blessed me with which I can share with others? What is meant by Paul's exhortation to have the same attitude that Christ Jesus has? Thank you, Nigel, uh, for that great message. I think it was um, a real challenge and a real encouragement yeah, um, in equal measure. Um, so thank you for bringing that to us. Um, and I think those questions really, obviously, they tie in really nicely. Um, <laughs> but I think actually where he was talking a lot about actually, you know, we're, we're also like called to go out, like to be and to share and these sorts of things. Um, and so actually one of his questions was exactly based on that is actually what has god blessed me with that i can share with others um any thoughts i mean so it's i mean i, I guess every yeah, yeah everyone has their own talents and gifts and stuff and so i guess sort of it's for, for the individual how how they can best you know kind of help other people is quite it's quite a personal thing but you know depending on you know if you, if you have you know spare time you know you're financially blessed that you can help other people kind of you know there's there's so many different ways it's not it's not like a really narrow narrow scope to it it's kind of there's yeah. there's so many different ways that you can help and you can pray for people you can you know you can i don't know just take somebody out for a coffee i mean that might bless somebody more than you would ever know you yeah. know it just it can be the, the really simple things or you know whatever so we we're discussing that exact thing at my house group recently okay. that actually where we're where we're called to you know look after each other physically and financially but also called to look after each other mentally and emotionally yeah and actually you might think you're just taking you know just going out for coffee with someone and actually what's three pound fifty to you but actually three pound fifty might mean the world to someone else for their coffee but actually more than that the the time you've put into that person that that person knows yeah. that they're yeah. worth that three pound fifty but also they're worth that half an hour or that hour or that three hours that coffees often end up turning into <laughs> um and actually sometimes when people are struggling um in any aspect 
knowing that they have value um, is so important yeah. um, and so key. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, just sit, just sitting down and listening, listening to somebody half yeah. the time. I mean, that's, that, I mean, that's kind of a gift in itself. The ability to be able to listen, you know, empathetically and that yeah. kind of thing. You know, that's that's a really important thing. But like, like you said, kind of just doing something really simple like that, you know, could potentially you know, change someone somebody's yeah. life. You know, it, yeah. And you may not realize it at the time, and perhaps they might not. But just it might be that catalyst for you know for something you know really positive happen. You know, because I mean, because obviously you know talking about about you know debt crisis and kind of the work that cap does and you know kind of you know if if somebody just kind of just feels that like completely burdened by it all and then yeah. you know kind of just just sit down and have a chat kind of might make them make a positive decision to kind of you know to yeah. to speak to cap and that kind of thing so you know just there's a myriad of ways in which kind of like the our own gifts and talents we can use to help other people i mean just yeah. i think i think we're probably a bit shy about kind of saying i've got this gift i've yeah. got this talent but kind of i think you it naturally comes out of you sometimes that you yeah. just you know, people see it in you kind of you know yeah. whatever the gift is or talent then people will tend to see it in you and kind of you know yeah. gravitate you know, on that based on that but yeah so yeah. it's uh don't be shy about sharing your gifts yeah <laughs> and so this week um as we sort of reflect on what nigel has said um and what was shared last week um maybe listen to it again or share it with someone who you mm. think actually might really benefit from Definitely. it um or invite someone around for coffee because <laughs> actually you know invite yeah. and actually invite someone into your house can be so special and also it means then if you're feeling the strain you know many of us still have coffee or tea or squash or water um <laughs> in our houses and so actually still be able to share that time don't think oh i can't take that person out for coffee therefore i can't show them value no invite them over um and you know share um time share um your life uh, with one another yeah. um, and share this message um, as well. If you've got um, any questions off the back of it, or you feel like, actually, I want to know more about CAP, or I want to know more about this Jesus thing yeah. that Sid guy was talking about in that video, because that sounded great. Mm. Um, get in touch with us at gotquestions at hawleybaptist.org.uk. Um, and someone will get back to you and either be able to answer your questions or be able to point you in the right direction of somewhere or someone who can. Um, and, you know, as was said, we are um, a CAP Centre uh, for the Life Skills course, which is going to be running soon. So, again, contact us on that email address um, if you want to know more information about that as well. Brilliant. That was today's episode of Holy Baptist Church Podcast. We hope it's prompted you to want to follow Jesus, hopefully a lot, but even just a little bit more closely. If you have any questions about what you've heard in today's episode or you want to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, you can email us, gotquestions at hawleybaptist.org.uk. We'd love to hear from you. It would really make our day. If you want to hear more from us, just a reminder, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and you can download the Holy Baptist Church app from the Apple App Store or Google Play to hear it as well. Simply search Holy Baptist Church. Thank you again for listening to Holy Baptist Church podcast. We pray God will bless you and we'll see you next time.